Hi everyone, this is Joanne Baudry Larocque. I hope uh, this podcast finds everyone well, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy this episode because it's uh, it's about Valentine's Day and love, and uh, this is uh, uh, for not only couples but for yourself. Uh, just a, a little reminder. Uh, to love thyself as thy neighbor, so meaning, yeah, you have to love yourself and treat yourself well, and if you don't have anyone buying you flowers, go and buy them for yourself, and look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love thyself. (laughs) Boy, that's a lot of selves there. (laughs) Anyway, this episode is is about Valentine's Day mostly, and then I'll uh, read you some nice love story, or love poems and and names of special love songs, but I will also read to you uh, a story I wrote, which was published in High Grader magazine. Uh, the story is called Mandarin Valentine, which kind of sounds uh, a little different, but anyway, I'll read that to you uh, short, shortly. But anyway, uh, let's go into the history of Valentine uh, Day, and then uh, you could see uh, why this is such an important holiday uh, and an important, well, maybe not holiday, but an important day for many people because it, it really talks about um, the importance of giving to others and loving others. So the history of Valentine's Day goes back to the 3rd century in Rome where there was a priest whose name was Valentinus or Valentinus and he was known he's known today as Saint Valentine. So every four, every February the fourteenth, uh, millions of people across the globe, worldwide, send their special loved ones, uh, and it could be just to their parents, or it could be a parent to a, a child, or classmates to classmates, uh, little Valentine cards, uh, mostly in the shape of a heart heart-shaped card or and then maybe give Valentine's Day chocolates or little candies uh, which express their, their love, their affection, friendship towards each other. It is a, a billion dollar industry but uh, let's take a, a little bit further look into the history of, of where did um, Valentine's Day come from. As I mentioned it was from the third century with this uh, person whose name was Valentinus. And uh, it is uh, the stories of religious heroism by St. Valentine was, were honored by the, by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. And so this person, who was a priest, a Roman priest and an Italian bishop, uh, was arrested for his beliefs and put into jail. But Valentinus made uh, a deal with the the jail guard who was guarding him that if he could cure his uh, daughter of blindness, he would the jailer would be converted to Christianity. So the legend goes or says that Valentinus was able to make the girl see and cured her blindness. Unfortunately uh, for Valentinus. Uh, the uh, emperor, Roman Empire, uh, heard the news and he ordered them all to be executed. 
So, uh, and, he, and the same emperor, uh, Gothicus, executed uh, the jailer as well and his, and his whole family. So, when, um, so when this all happened, it, it's hard to believe this happened, but when this Valentinus uh, was praying to cure this blind girl that he, that he had healed and now was able to see, he fell in love with her and he wrote to her the first Valentine while he was in prison. And the letter that he wrote to this girl uh, said, from your Valentine or love from your Valentine uh, there's no historical evidence, but that's the the story passed down the, through the centuries. So, anyway, uh, this became uh, Valentine's Day, and uh, so or the feast of Saint Valentine on February fourteenth, and with Valentine's Day, people write poems to each other. They phone each other. They go out for dinner. Uh, they send love notes to each other. Uh, what I grew up with was seeing uh, couples, and and from my husband to myself was usually he would uh, give me a dozen roses and a box of chocolates in the shape of a heart shaped chocolate, and uh, and a beautiful card, a really nice Valentine's card. My husband's pretty romantic <laughs> and uh and so and then a lot of the time we go out for dinner and and uh maybe have a drink of wine and and have a lovely dinner and and uh some cuddling after how would you like to say that so some cuddling after but that happens with a lot of of couples and and uh it's a tradition it's a billion dollar industry though um because uh Everybody seems to be, everyone that I know of anyway, uh, seems to make a big deal out of Valentine's and not really knowing that it started from such a, a sad beginning. Um, but we do celebrate uh, Valentine's Day or St. Valentine's Day and uh, we we uh, decorate the house or I decorate the house. <laughs> My husband kind of carries the trunks upstairs and I decorate the house with uh, uh, other uh, florals and and uh, heart-shaped whatever, <laughs> signs and candles and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, it, it really makes it um, really pretty in the house and I enjoy that. I love decorating anyway. Uh, so flowers are a big choice for, for Valentine's and the history of giving a loved one your, uh, of flowers comes from an old fashioned custom of setting, um, flowers to someone without talking to them. It's sort of a nonverbal message and it, uh, it started back in, with Charles II of Sweden. He was, uh, credited with introducing the tradition in Europe by sending the first Valentine's bouquet using each flower to convey a specific meaning 
making it possible to have an entire conversation without words. And red and white roses are by far the most popular Valentine's Day flowers. Uh, Red roses represents romance, love, beauty, and courage. White roses represents purity, loyalty, and innocence. Uh, A thornless red rose can mean love at first sight. Uh, Other colors of roses can be used to indicate friendship, which is yellow, appreciation, which is peach, enchantment, lavender, or sweetness, and grace, pink. This year, my husband gave me pink roses. Uh, He's performing on Valentine's Day, so I had one of the long-term care homes, so we kind of, uh, he kind of wanted to make sure that (laughs) I got my roses early, and uh, I really like the pink roses. It's, It's different, and I like pink, so Maybe it's a Barbie thing, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I'd like to read to you um, a, a story that I wrote. It's called Mandarin Valentine, and uh, and I hope that you enjoy it. So I wrote it February 14th, 2011. Wow, and it's t- 2024 now. So here's the story. Uh, this must have been, yeah, 2011. Our all our four kids were pretty well. Our six kids were all out of the house. We were empty nesters at that time. I still suffered with a lot of migraines, but uh, I think when I wrote this, I must have been. I must have had a headache that day. But anyway, I entitled it Mandarin Valentine, and uh, you'll hear why shortly. Why I called it Mandarin Valentine. So let's start. Mandarin Valentine by Joanne Baudrillard-Laroc, dated February 14, 2011. Well, let's go out anyway, Mike had said to me as I was laying down on our couch. Oh, I'm just not feeling up to it. I looked toward my husband as he was all ready to go out for the day. It was 10.30 in the morning and I was covered up, head to toe, with my blankets and watching the morning news. Well, the Oriental has a good brunch. It's cheap and it's Valentine's Day, he remarked laughingly. Cheap? I cast him a disgusted look, but I knew he was joking and was trying to lift my spirits. We had been watching our pennies to save money for a trip abroad next summer. This was to celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary. I know, but this headache just won't go away. I rolled over on the couch and tried to dig myself deeper into the cushions. Take some pain medication and a strong cup of coffee. That should do the trick, Mike said to me in a compassionate voice. Yeah, maybe I could, and then a hot shower. That should help. Here, Joanne, I will pour you a cup of coffee. You get the medication. Okay, I pulled myself up off the couch and headed toward the kitchen. I took one pill with a big drink of juice and then the cup of coffee for my husband. I took a few gulps and went upstairs for a hot shower. The heat from the water helped a lot, and I did feel better. I decided I would make the effort to go out for lunch with my husband for Valentine's Day. The Oriental restaurant in Barrie had a decent lunch, and I thought at least I would enjoy a nice salad and some good 
Chinese chicken balls. At the restaurant, our waiter asked, what would you like to drink? The waiter was smiling as he offered to take our liquid order. He was young, friendly, and reminded me of my flamboyant gay cousin, Steve. I would like a cup, a glass of water. No ice, please. I'll have a Coke, my husband said. Okay, that is awesome, said the waiter with just a bit too much exuberance. Anything else, he asked with a grinning face. I thought to myself, is he on some kind of happy pills or is he looking forward to a special date tonight? It was just too much happiness for me. I still wasn't feeling that great. A little cranky, but at least my headache was gone for now. Hmm, yeah, I would like to try a specialty coffee. Do you have something like a Spanish coffee, I asked? Oh, yeah, we do. Would you like one? He smiled broadly. Yes, but how tall is your glass? Or in other words, how much coffee would there be in your Spanish coffee? Oh, you'll get enough coffee, and it's a lot bigger than a coffee cup. Okay, I'll give it a try, I said. Things are starting to look up. I was feeling better. You guys can go and help yourself to the brunch, the waiter said, and off he went with a flourish of energy. You go first, my husband said. Okay, thanks, I said to him as he stayed behind to watch my purse and for the drinks. I wasn't feeling that hungry, but helped myself to some crispy romaine lettuce leaves, Caesar salad dressing, and chow mein noodles. I walked over to the hot food section. I was looking forward to eating a few scrumptious tasty chicken balls drizzled with sweet plum sauce. My Valentine's Day was starting to be a good day after all. Heading back to our table, I noticed a Spanish coffee cup was set in front of my placemat. The hot, steaming coffee topped with a generous amount of frothy whipped cream looked inviting. Yum, that looks good, I remarked to Mike. Yeah, our waiter just brought it over. I'm going to get some food, Mike said. I'm really hungry, as he patted his stomach. When is my husband not hungry? I thought to myself with a smile as I sat down. I started to eat my salad. Mike came back to our table with a large plate of fried noodles and a heaping serving of beef stir-fry. Well, I'm feeling a lot better now as I finished my salad. I'm so glad you convinced me to go out after all. I looked up towards Mike. I'm glad you feel better too. It wouldn't have been the same if we didn't go out for Valentine's Day, he replied as he was busy enjoying his food. I'm going to try these chicken balls. They're my favorite, I said with gusto as my mouth watered, anticipating the the taste. I took my fork and knife and started cutting into the crispy deep fried morsel. This is going to be so good. I look forward to my first bite. Then as I cut the piece, I looked at it and thought, what? This is strange. It looks like a wiener. A hot dog. What the? Does this look like a wiener in the chicken ball? I questioned to my husband. Yeah, it does. Is <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it but laugh. <laughs> This really happened, folks. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh my gosh, I can't read anymore. <laughs> okay, here goes. 
Yeah, it does. As Mike looked... <laughs> through this story okay here goes yeah it does <laughs> as mike looked at my held up fork holding the partially cut piece of food <laughs> you didn't get any chicken balls my husband inquired nope no balls i said sadly they must have made a mistake I then remarked disappointedly. Maybe ask the waiter, said Mike. Uh, excuse me, I said, catching our waiter's attention as he was walking by. Yes, can I help you? The waiter replied with that big smile of his. Um, there seems to be something wrong here, I said to him in a disappointed tone. I was also thinking to myself, here I am, looking forward to having a decent Valentine lunch with my husband and enjoying my favorite part of the meal and then to see there was a friggin' wiener in the chicken ball. Was that rest was this restaurant so cheap? I thought to myself in a flash. I continued my conversation with the waiter. Well, I just cut open my chicken ball and there seems to be a wiener in it. With his arms flailing wide open our boisterous waiter exclaimed to us with another big smile, It's Monday, and kids eat for free, and today it's pogo balls. My heart sank. I was ready to take down that friggin' cat happy waiter. My waiter noticed my disappointment and said to me, I'll be right back. Two minutes later, he showed up with another spiked Spanish coffee. It wasn't a bad Valentine's Day after all. And that's the end of my story. My apologies for laughing. My goodness, it was hard to get through that, that middle part of my story. But we've had many uh, happy Valentines. And then many happy Valentines where we just stayed home with our kids. And uh, we'd have a nice dinner at home with the kids. And... Uh, I I love decorating, like I said before, and I like to uh, make all these special holidays and uh, special days important for our kids. So anyway, that's the end of that uh, story. It was published in uh, High Grader magazine way back uh, in spring of 2011. And uh, yeah, that was our Mandarin Valentine's. So for now, I think I'm going to just go through um, another big part of Valentine's, which we, we really enjoy. Besides my husband being an entertainer, he loves to sing, and a lot of his songs are classic uh, old country music and songs, and, uh, and uh, some 50s and 60s. And I am not a musician. I play the piano a little bit, but not really that great. But anyway... I love playing music and, and having music on. And so as the years went by, I would buy uh, different uh, back-in-the-day albums, LPs, and uh, I would buy, uh, then it was cassettes and then CDs. So uh, I'm just going to go through some names of songs. Uh, 
I can't play any music uh, for copyright purposes on my uh, podcast, but I can name some of the songs that were really special. First for my parents, uh, a really nice song that they, they enjoyed, and especially for Valentine's Day dances that they would go to. My parents love going to dances, love attending dances with their friends, and it was mostly through their church. And and they would have the best time. They were always the first ones on the dance floor and the last one off the dance floor. And, and people thought they must drink, must drink all night, but they, they didn't drink really. They maybe a little glass of wine or something, but mostly they just had fun dancing with each other. And some of the old songs that they really like were um, Fly Me to the Moon, uh, by Peggy Lee and uh, Crystal Chandeliers uh, was another one that they really enjoyed. I really, I love blues music. So um, one of the great blues songs I really like is uh, Unforgettable, which is perfect for Valentine's. And uh, my parents love, uh, I believe it was uh, Moon River by Lena Horn. And... Uh, that was some other good songs that they really enjoyed. And uh, let's see if I can uh, uh, save the best for last. Uh, Vanessa Williams is a good song um, for Valentine's or Just the Way You Are by Barry White. And uh, Wonderful Tonight, uh, an old boyfriend had uh, given me that song on a cassette. <laughs> Uh, and left it in my mailbox one time. And Jan Arden, one of our Canadian uh, beautiful singers, uh, she has a beautiful song for Valentine's and that is nice to hear. It's called Insensitive. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's just a really nice song. Uh, let's see if I can give you some more names that might strike a bell with you. And maybe you can play on some really nice, uh, play some beautiful music for your Valentine's. And even if you might be by yourself, uh, just play the music and and just remind yourself how beautiful you are and that uh, that you love yourself, you love others, but you love yourself and just rejoice that you're alive. And... Um, and you have so much love to give to yourself, but also to give to others, to be kind to others. Another good song, of course, by the great uh, Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. And uh, other songs are Wind Beneath My Wings, Island in the Stream, Unchained Melody, uh, Up Where We Belong. I think you might know some of these songs. Um uh, Tony Bennett, Stranger in Paradise, Love Letters by Peggy Lee, Lover by Frank Sinatra, Stardust by Ella Fitzgerald, again, A Blue Moon by Billie Holiday. Uh, my father met Perry Como one time in, um, in Montreal, so one of his songs was Hello, Young Lovers, and uh, My Funny Valentine, perfect for Valentine's Day, my Funny Valentine was uh, recorded by Mel Torme, and then Dean Martin, uh, Who's Sorry Now, 
Edith Piaf from Paris, France, La Vie en Rose, and uh, Doris Day. I can't give you anything but love. Some of these are are quite quite old. <laughs> these songs, but old being old means you have been blessed to live a longer life and. You've acquired wisdom, which is so important to have. And, of course, we've got another Canadian uh, amazing performer, Michael Bublé. And uh, he's got one song after another. It's a beautiful day to love somebody who's loving you. Uh, Come dance with me. Close your eyes. After all, with uh, featuring Brian Adams... And have I told you lately that I love you? You've got a friend in me. Uh, that's a really nice song. So it's it's good to play these kinds of songs. Uh, get you in the mood for just being romantic, let's say, and and uh, reflective too, possibly. Rainy night in Georgia by Brooke Benton. Uh, Remember Walking in the Sand, Shangri-Las, that's an old one. Every Beat of My Heart, Gladys Knight and the Pips. And I'm just going through, these are all my favorite valent- uh, CDs for Valentine's Day. When I Fall in Love with Nat King Cole. Uh, You're Nobody Till Somebody Loves You by Dean Martin. Make sure to have a good stiff drink in your hand when you sing that song. <laughs> and I Honestly Love You by Olivia Newton-John. That was so beautiful. And she was as well. She Believes in Me with by Kenny Rogers. Uh, let's see. You Needed Me by another Canadian uh, wonderful performer, Anne Murray. And uh, You Belong to Me, The Duprees, Crystal Gale, Don't It. Make My Brown Eyes Blue, Let It Be Me, The Everly Brothers, and Can't Take My Eyes Off You, Frankie Valley, and Nobody Does It Better, Carly Simon, and If I Were a Carpenter, oh, that's an old one, uh, Bobby Darren, but I don't know why that would be there. But anyway, it's under a CD called Magic of Love, When I Fall in Love, and Patula Clark did I Couldn't Live Without Your Love. So there's been a lot of songs with uh, a lot of uh, love, uh, written about love and, and heartbreak and in love and so on. So um, When a Man Loves a Woman, that Percy Sledge, that was um, that's a great song. Then you have the amazing Diana Ross, and uh, she had performed many of these songs. Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Remember Me, Touch Me in the Morning. That was really great. And uh, Do You Know Where You're Going To from the theme from Mahogany? And just her endless love, oh my gosh, that was a big hit um, that she sang with a duet uh, with Lionel Richie. And so that was a great, great hit. And uh, (laughs) some oldie goldies here. My Boyfriend's Back by the Angels. 
It Hurts to Be in Love, Jean Pitney, Teenage Years, uh, Letter Full of Tears, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Uh, let's see. And, oh, these are some oldy gold ones. A Groovy Kind of Love by the Mindbenders. Okay, this brings me back to the late 60s and the early 70s. I used to pride myself in feeling, and thinking that I was like a hippie. So, anyway, here we've got some... Uh, some songs from that era, Working on a Groovy Thing by Patty uh, Drew, For Your Love by Peaches and Herb, uh, Quiet Nights of Quiet Stars, Andy Williams, Love is All Around, The Trogs, Without Love There Is Nothing, Tom Jones, uh, he was a big heartthrob back in the day, and uh, but a groovy kind of love, boy, that brings me back. And then we've got another CD here. I'm not sure. Um, it's called Be My Valentine. Oh, here we go. My Funny Valentine again. Uh, Always is another song that's so, so beautiful. Close to you as time goes by. And finally, When I Fall in Love. So there you go. Uh, some beautiful... Uh, songs for you, song titles for you to think about maybe when you're looking for maybe that perfect song if you're having your special somebody over for dinner or or with your hubby or with your wife or your significant other. Uh, there's some nice song titles for you to, to think about maybe and, and look for. I have a, a book that I it's a prayer book that I bought for our daughters, our twin daughters. And I'm just going right to February 14th where uh, I'm going to read to you the, the words from that that prayer book. I had given this, we gave them to our twins, Chanel and Jessica LaRock, uh, in 2004. So February 14th, love is patient, love is kind, Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. That's so special, just that paragraph from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. And uh, I'm going to read to you what was in this prayer book as well on February 14th. It's, uh, it writes, Lord, you know where my, heart, where my love life stands right now. But today on Valentine's Day, I want you to know that I love you more than any other person in my life. How could I not after the way you've loved me? You gave your life for me. You set me free from myself. You're preparing a home for me with you in heaven. Thank you for loving me the way you do. Thank you for giving me the ability to love you back. Help me to know how to put that love into action, even when the emotions come and go. Help me Help my love for you to be even stronger when the next Valentine's Day rolls around. There you go. 
and uh, there's another thing. Um, I'm just going to look here. I have a couple of other, uh, another little passage I'd like to read to you is, don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world squeezes out love for the Father. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important, has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from Him. The world and all its wanting, wanting is on the way out. But whoever does what God wants is set for eternity. And God simply commands us to love others as thyself. And that really is important to remember, to be kind to others, to be sharing with others, volunteering to help others, love others as thyself. And that, again, is so important. It's in the same sentence. Be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself in the mirror that you love you. And and maybe some will, some of you might cry when you say that because you might have not very good feelings about yourself. But if you try to if you really love yourself, it's it's just easier to love others, I find. And and forget about maybe what you consider are your own imperfections and your own mistakes. Uh, it's what we our mistakes are what we grow from. So love yourself for even trying and then forgive yourself and then continue to love yourself, but to love others. And that includes smiling at people or saying hello or letting someone else go in front of you in the grocery store line up or offering to bring a meal to someone who's experienced uh, a death in the family or helping a person who's homeless uh, or addicted and buying, offering, or just buying them a coffee or a sandwich, just loving others as thyself, but you still have to make sure you have you know, enough to cover yourself to make sure you have enough to buy your own groceries. and But then there's always maybe a little extra that you could put aside to help others. And I think that's important. So Valentine's Day can be also uh, loving others who are strangers, who will become hopefully maybe your friends down the line and someone who will love you back just for being good to them. So think about that. Uh, Oprah has some good books, uh, good books, of course, and some good sayings. And one of the little booklets I have, it's called The Best of Oprah's, What I Know for Sure. She's got a few uh, good sayings in here that I really like. Happiness is never something you get from other people. The happiness you feel is in direct proportion to the love you give. So in other words, that's how powerful love can be is when you give someone your love, it will make, and you know they love you back, you feel it, then it, it, 
it's a direct proportion to the love you give. You're just going to feel good about it. Um, another saying she has here is, your life is a journey of learning to love yourself first and then extending that love to others in every encounter. And that is so important. Uh, learn to love yourself. You know, for kids or teenagers, if you're feeling bullied at school or whatever, and it's hard to love yourself when someone says mean things to you or whatever, but just write a list of all the wonderful things you have. And remember, you were created for a reason, for a purpose, because someone, you know, I believe our Heavenly Father or other people believe the universe and whatever you, and whoever you believe in, just believe that you were created because someone wanted you to be around, someone loved you and love you. It loves you to this day. If you feel incomplete, you alone must fill yourself with love in all your empty, shattered spaces. And I find that's so important uh, that Oprah had written this. If you feel incomplete, you alone must fill yourself with love in all your empty, shattered spaces. And that's that I feel is, you know, just try to love yourself. Because when you do, it's much easier to love others. So that's something to think about, really reflect upon. Okay, and then I'll read a few more little sayings here. <clears throat> and hopefully something will strike a chord with you. Um, okay, this is really important here. Some people, no matter how old they get, never lose their beauty. They merely move it from their faces to their hearts. That was written by Beverly Johnson. And I find that so beautiful. <laughs> it, so it's not so much on the outside what you look like or what you strive to look like perfect or or perfectly beautiful or, you know, uh, let's say makeup and eyelashes and uh, whatever, nails you get done and clothes that you wear. But it's the beauty inside of you, in your heart. And as we age, and we all will age, <clears throat> if we're lucky, we will all age. So remember, beauty is, is not just for the, on the outside. It's what's in, on the inside that's important. The love you have for yourself and for others, that's where real, real beauty comes into play. Um, and I find that's, that's a really good quote by Beverly Johnson. Love comes when we take the time to understand and care for another person. That was written by Janet Oak. If you think well of others, you will also speak well of others and to others. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If your heart is full of love, you will speak of love. And that was uh, by Mother Teresa. So if you think well of others, and that's one thing that we, we really try to uh, help our, teach our kids is uh, when someone does well in life <clears throat> or if they've achieved something, to have not one bit of uh, jealousy or ill uh, thoughts 
just be happy for that person. Just be applauding them. Clap for them. Say, wow, you know, so-and-so just won uh, a singing competition. Good for them. Or so-and-so just got uh, a new agent in the modeling business. Great for them. Good for them. And -and so-and-so just scored A on their tests at school. That's great. And that's one of the things we we as parents would uh, teach our children. And that's where they learn that is... uh, love for others but by also applauding for others if they score a goal on the on the opposing team yeah that's that's good for that team good for that player and you hope that you get the next goal on your team <clears throat> but not to to be uh grumpy about it or not to speak ill of the other player just be thinking well of others and applauding others that's love that's what I think St. Valentine would want us to all feel is, is just the love of others and try to help them reach their goal. And, and when they do, we all you know, should realize how hard it is for any one of us to reach our goals in life and to do well in life because life is so hard sometimes. So if you show love, you know, it's just going to be make you look beautiful inside and out so um, it again it doesn't take monumental feats to make this world a better place it can be as simple as letting someone go ahead of you in a grocery line I, I talked about that before Barbara Johnson wrote about that and that's so true um, there is no there is no surprise more magical than the surprise of being loved and sometimes that is is uh, astounding to us sometimes when we don't feel maybe good about ourselves or whatever. Um, this is really interesting. Marge Piercy uh, wrote this. Life is the first gift. Love is the second. And understanding is the third. And I find that so interesting. Okay, and... Uh, a few more things, just to, a few more good quotes, just to make you think about what um, love can be all about. Uh, so dare to be you. Um, dare to be your wonderful self, and or with all your quirks and and different ways, your you know your vulnerabilities, your sensitivities. There's nothing wrong with being sensitive. Being sensitive means that you have great empathy for others and even sensitive towards yourself. You know, you you just want to give of yourself, let's say. You want to be kind all the time. And then if someone hurts you and you cry, then they tease you and say, oh, you're just sensitive. But you know what? I would rather cry and I would rather be called names like I'm sensitive because I feel when you're sensitive... You really show that you have empathy towards not only yourself but to to others. You really feel feelings uh, about others and your and yourself. You really feel that um, being sensitive. You, you can almost feel when someone is hurt. You and you see other people hurting them, and always stand up for others if you can. Always stand up. 
for justice. And even if you know that you're going to be maybe the unpopular one because you're standing up for the kid that's getting bullied, let's say, but you're really showing your strength of your love for others that might really need that love from you. And and your way of showing them could impact them for the rest of their lives. Your way of showing that you believe in them, that you're going to stand up for another person who's not being shown love uh, is is going to impact them and give them strength and make them feel that at least someone loves them. And... Um, and that's called again the, the blessing of giving. Giving to is a reward of of itself, and service to others is an act of of reverence and gratitude for the life you are living. And you just you know it's a natural impulse to give to to others if you if if you can. <clears throat> so I think that's it's so important. Um, here's another few more. Uh, before I, I go, there's uh, a few more great sayings. Um, one of the, the, gee, I'm just looking at them and sometimes they take me back because I think, wow, people write such profound statements. And uh, I'm just going to, to love deeply in one direction makes us more loving in all others. Love's greatest gift in its ability to make everything it touches sacred. Barbara de Angelis. Um, Princess Diana. Oh my goodness. Uh, Princess Diana, Princess of Wales. I knew what my job was. It was to go out and meet the people and love them. Wow. She knew what her job was, but actually, isn't that a job for all of us? Is to, when we meet people, just love them, just tell them you love them. But that was from the beautiful Princess Diana. Oh my goodness, I remember when she passed away, when she died. It was just such a shock to wake up and see that on the news that uh, Princess Diana died. and. And she left such a legacy of just loving people, loving people that were sick with different ailments and and so on. And and it wouldn't matter to her what color, what race, what religion. She just loved others. And uh, but we all felt her pain when she wasn't loved by uh, her husband at one point. So it. Uh, you know, we're all human and our lives might, some people's lives look perfect on the outside, but you don't know what's going on inside. And the grass is not always greener on the other side. So even though someone might, you know, have look on the outside, having a wonderful life filled with love and royalty and glamour, uh, and yet behind their backs, they're crumbling, they're falling apart, they're they're dealing with devastation and and the lack of love from their partner and poor princess diana she certainly had um she certainly had some share of of um, terrible uh, deception of what she was hoping was love from her husband and she didn't receive that okay so anyway um 
I'm just going to look for a few more things. Uh, here are a few more words. Um, there was only one happiness in life, to love and be loved. And that was written by a uh, French writer and feminist, George Sand, 1804-1876. And happiness comes more from loving than being loved. And often when our affections seem wounded, it is only our vanity bleeding. To love and to be hurt often, and then to love again, this is the brave and happy life. <laughs> and that takes uh, courage. I remember before I met my, my second husband, I didn't trust that I would meet the, the right person. I didn't trust myself for judging whether I will make the choice of being with the right person. And it took a long time to really allow myself to have someone say to me, they love me and they really meant it. And there was no games being played. It was just pure love. And that's what I still, I am so blessed, what I still have for my husband today. So it's going on 34 years now being married, second marriage. And, um, yeah, you just, uh, you know, just believe that it will happen for you. Um, and if it doesn't, then just choose some really great friends and love your really great friends and make the effort to be with them and make the effort to remember birthdays. And when it's Valentine's Day, make the effort to, you know, call them call and call your friends. Or if you... You know, besides your friends, you still have parents alive. Call your mother, call your father, say happy Valentine's Day. It's so important. Or call your grandparents and because they might, you know, they might not celebrate anymore. They might think they're too old for this. But you're being the grandchild, call your grandparents and and wish them happy Valentine's Day and they'll get such a big kick out of that. So, and if it's not you know, family, that your chosen family, your chosen other family members that you really enjoy being with and surround yourself with. and But make the effort to pick up the phone, call them, send them an email, whatever it is, drop by with a cup of coffee in your hand for them and, uh, and show them that you uh, really appreciate them and you're grateful. So gratitude is so important. So uh, anyway, I'm just going to now look at a few other uh, books here. Oh, I, I love books. I'm a writer, so and for me, always having books from as young as when I was young, uh, I used to have uh, the Jack and Jill magazine. I used to have all kinds of magazines, and I went up to Seventeen magazine, and I always had books like the Bobsy Twins, Nancy Drew books. But one thing for, for Valentine's is I started collecting love books. So, you know, if you're alone this year on Valentine's Day, maybe go to a bookstore and, and, and just look for a love book or a secondhand thrift store and, and look for a book about love. And you can read that to yourself, for yourself. So um, I'm just going to read, oh my goodness, there's so many great uh, sayings in here. Uh, and I, I'll read a few of them here. Uh, my love, as we grow in our love, I daily find new treasures in you. 
that bring out the best in me. The safety of your holding my heart compares with nothing less than divine. Our love is the greatest blessing in my life. Thank you for being my person, my love. I love you. And that's just a beautiful saying. And it was in a book called My Love Forever. Uh, I, yeah, I really, really like that. It's uh, by, uh, yeah, it doesn't have an author. But anyway, um, here's one that has an author. Let those love now who never loved before. Let those who always love now love the more by Thomas Parnell. Uh, okay, and here's a few more that I'll read to you by William Shakespeare. Oh, well, there you go, William Shakespeare. When love speaks, the voice of all the gods make heaven drowsy with the harmony. William Shakespeare. When love speaks, the voice of all the gods makes heaven drowsy with the harmony. And that's so true in one way. I'm interpreting as when you're in love, everything feels heavenly and you just feel content. So I guess that's where he mentions makes heaven drowsy. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah uh, 31, 3. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. With loving kindness have I drawn thee. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Anyway, I could go on. Uh, Lord Byron, the light of love, the purity of grace, the mind, the music, breathing from her face, the heart whose softness harmonized the whole, and oh, that I was in itself a soul. Lord Byron. Okay, by Alfred Lord Tennyson. O love, what hours were thine and mine in lands of palm and southern pine, in lands of palm, of orange blossom, of olive, aloe, and maize and vine. Okay, I didn't really get that, but (laughs) some of them you really wonder... Uh, what they were talking about. <laughs> anyway, you could also, uh, just a little to-do list for you if you want, write yourself your own love story or a love poem or a song, a.k.a. poem that turns into a song. So write a poem about love or someone who you really love. Maybe even like you love your mother, or you love your father, or you love your child. And just write a Valentine's for them or a poem for yourself about love. Who knows what talents you have inside of you that, you know, have to, it's important to get it down there, get it onto paper or computer. <laughs> and uh, here's something else by William Shakespeare. Our daughters did a, a play one year. It was the Merry Wives of, of Windsor. And oh my goodness, when they were only maybe nine years old or so, nine years old. And they were in soccer during the summer. And then they'd go to the rehearsal 
at Thornlow University, uh, and they were just, like I said, very young, doing a play with, uh, with by William Shakespeare, and they had so much fun doing that, and they're wearing their soccer shoes <laughs> and soccer pads and uh, jerseys and whatever, and quoting Shakespeare was so cool. But anyway, here's another uh, love, I guess, part of one of his plays or a love poem that William Shakespeare wrote. Uh, it is, I love to hear her speak, yet well I know that music hath a far more pleasing sound. I grant I never saw a goddess go. My wit mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground. And yet by heaven, I think my love is rare as any she belied with false compare. William Shakespeare. So... Oh, and here's something about friendship again. I really want to, um, you know, bring that up with with you that sometimes you might not have a partner that is with you or you might be widowed or uh, divorced or single. And so having friends that you love is so important. And here's something by Thomas More. A friendship that like love is warm a love like friendship, steady. And that's so important is to know that, yeah, friends will come and go. and uh, But the friends you might have for now, just rejoice that you have them and, and that you, you know, love them. They're, nobody's perfect, with, you know, but try to enjoy your friends for who they are and and I'm sure they feel the same about you but make the effort to be a good friend reach out and call uh, don't let too much time go by uh, anyway this is another uh, really nice saying in this book here your dear heart uh, speaking of hearts I had open heart surgery over a year ago, and I went to the cardiologist, um, everything's good. So, you know, uh, they talk about your heart, and that's what they say, love with all your heart. Uh, and then also, there is a saying that when people are elderly, and the one, the husband dies, or the wife dies, and then the husband dies shortly after the wife passes away, and or the wife passes away shortly after the husband dies. And sometimes they say, you know, within days of each other or weeks of, of the other, and they say, oh, he died of a broken heart. And you can't separate your heart from your head. So what you feel in your heart, if it's sadness, loneliness, a broken heart, uh, it can really affect your head and you, and you just you know, might become depressed or sad or whatever. And the same goes for when you love others and, and when you have that kind of deep love for another person. Uh, remember to love yourself, but also when you have that deep love for another person and you feel that you're loved by that other person, that's when you feel happiness and giddiness and whole and complete and just confident, you know, in that you're significant other loves you with whatever you feel are faults of your own but it's it's just 
so important to feel that when you know that you have a husband or wife that loves you or a partner, uh, gay or, or whatever your choice is, just know that you are really blessed and treat them with love back and with respect back and say please and say thank you and say I'm sorry uh, for things that you might have said that weren't nice. Uh, say I'm sorry if you forgot something, uh, picking up something for them. It's important to be kind and not take uh, for granted the love that is you've been blessed with, that is surrounding you. So this is a, something that was written here. Sometimes I wonder how I have earned this pleasure of being loved by you. The gentle comfort of your smile, the warm reassurance of your laughter, the deep understanding often unspo- unspoken between us. Thank you for loving me forever. And I think that's, that is something that people just seem to forget is sometimes just saying thank you, like, or you don't need to say it. You could just show that you're thanking them by baking a cake for them on their special day or having a, you know, a warm blanket, covering them with a warm blanket if they're on the couch and they're just watching TV. That's showing love. Um, so little things like that. It, it, acts of love, acts of kindness are so important. So... Uh, I'm just going to kind of go through a couple more things here. Uh, Again, this Alfred Lord Tennyson, same thing. Tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. In other words, try loving someone. And if you get hurt, if you feel betrayed and you have to end that relationship, well, that's the way it it's going to go because you have to love yourself enough to know that you deserve to be treated with respect. And at one time, maybe there was a lot of love between you and and your partner, and then it became not, and then move on. But at least you know you've tried. It's you, You loved, and that person loved you too at one time. But stuff happens in life, and you know, at least in your heart, you tried. And someday you might try again and allow yourself to be loved by someone else. But make sure it's, you know, trust the, the red flags. If you see something that isn't quite right, trust that gut feeling or that intuition about another person. Uh, be careful of the ones that, you know, try to buy your love and or if they hurt you uh, domestically, if there's violence in the home, and then they bring you flowers after, that's not love. That's abuse. And so remember, uh, sometimes if there's kids involved, sometimes in some way, when there's that kind of uh, not good love in in a person's home or environment, you can teach your, you'll teach your kids that it's better to leave an unhealthy situation and just uh, take care of them on your own and show them love on your own and also you're showing your kids that you deserve to be loved and that includes from your partner and that includes not being hurt and 
and you can like Miley Cyrus in her in her latest big hit song. She, you can buy yourself your own flowers. So buy yourself your own flowers. Buy yourself your own chocolates. And if you had to leave a situation uh, where it wasn't good, then uh, show enough love for yourself to, to know that you deserve better. Uh, Life is the Flower for Which Love is the Honey by Victor Hugo. So... Uh, love yourself enough to know that you always deserve to be loved properly and yeah flowers are nice and gifts are nice but at what cost so make sure the person you're receiving this from is a person who truly loves you and doesn't expect uh, other you know uh, anything that could harm you in the long run or cost you your dignity so that's something that's it's so important to remember and I think we'll we'll just probably um, end this uh, episode because I, I'm just reading from these books and there's so many I get distracted when I, I read some of them and I think oh my gosh that's so beautiful and then I see something else but anyway Love is life, all everything that I understand. I understand only because I love. Everything is, everything exists only because I love. Everything is united by it alone. Love is God, and to die means that I, a particle of love, shall return to the general and eternal source. Leo Tolstoy. So that's intense. Sorry about that, folks. I wasn't sure. Um, And again, I'm just going to read a few more things and then uh, we'll call it a day. I'll just read. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 18 to 19. And uh, let's see. Oh, my goodness. There's so many <laughs> so many great sayings here. It just Google wonderful love sayings. Uh, one thing I, I do do is I keep all my cards, uh, my Valentine's cards, uh, all my cards, I must have boxes, and I don't know what to do with them. Someday maybe I'll donate them to a, a kid's school and they can make crafts with them. But uh, there's so many greeting cards that have such beautiful sayings. So uh, I'm just going to read one more thing here. I'll, I'll, yeah, true love is eternal, infinite, and always like itself. It is equal and pure without violent demonstrations. It is seen with white hairs and is always young in the heart by, by Honoré del Balzac, which is great because this really speaks about uh, you might have, you might be an elderly person yourself with white hair, but you're still young at heart and uh, true love is eternal. So if you're blessed to have a long and happy and healthy marriage filled with love after many, many years. You're truly blessed. 
but I'm sure it took work. Um, and again, I'm going to end it uh, first with, Thou shalt love the, the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and their neighbor and thy neighbor as thyself, as thyself. <clears throat> Luke ten twenty seven. So please remember to love thyself as thy neighbor, but I really, truly wish that you all have a happy Valentine's Day wherever you are, and you were made perfectly to be loved. And remember that God loves you, our Creator loves you if you're Indigenous, if you feel, um, you know, that's, if you feel sometimes not so good about yourself, whoever you are, remember our Creator loved you, loves you enough to, to create you. The universe sends love to you in the form of, you know, possibly good health, good friends, family, or blessings of whatever you might, whoever you might have around in your life. And uh, and remember that love is not written on paper, for paper can be erased, nor is it etched on stone, for stone can be broken, but it is inscribed on a heart, and there it shall remain forever. And loving thoughts for you all, happy thoughts for you all, and promises from the heart that I love you. Happy Valentine's Day.